0: Metalurgy. We hail from the Bay Area in California, providing metal news and reviews. Uh, so today we're going to start off with some news. Well, maybe not. The only news that I have is Gorgut's new EP coming out soon. Very excited. Uh, fucking Luke LeMay is amazing. But other than that, we have reviews. Um, so today we're going to do Oh, Sorry, the new Amarth. Uh the new Isan, November, and Moonsorrow. So that's four of them. It's a first. Uh so my name is Dino.
1: My name is Matt. My name is Martin.
0: And welcome to Metallurgy. Mm-hmm. So I think we're starting off right away into reviews or Yeah, I think so. Okay.
1: So. Although I should I should mention that um it looks like the singer from um Belphegor was assaulted in uh Russia uh, yesterday, which is I think pretty noteworthy news. Um the best I know of, he's fine. Um, but that is something that's happened, so Yeah. Um but other th- other than that, I mean there's there's nothing strictly metal news that's going on. I mean, there's the stuff that's been happening with A C D C but I feel like that's kind of outside of the scope of what we do. Yeah. So is it really metal, man? Is it re- no? It's rock and roll. Yeah. So. Rock and well, roll. So is Motorhead.
0: Motorhead. I don't know that last it's album. Arguable. That last album. Yeah, out. it's fucking arguable. Uh, yeah, we did, we did.
1: <laughs> we did. four fucking podcasts on <laughs> Lemmy and Motorhead. Um, so who wants to go first, though?
2: Um, I. Uh, I thought. Oh, I thought, oh, I'll go first. I thought you I said think, you were going to go
1: yeah. first. Yeah, I just wanted to double check. All right then. Um. So yeah, I did the new Amana Marth album. You' Viking. Um, It's their first ever concept album. Uh, It's a really kind of strange fucked up story about this Viking who falls in love with a woman, but then she gets married off to someone else and then he like kills somebody and he has to flee and, um, and he swears to have revenge and and win this woman back. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it's, I don't know. Honestly, I didn't really care about the concept. (laughs) Uh, as I was going through the album, is it their first concept? It, yeah. As far as I know, yeah, it's their first concept album that they've ever done. Uh, and there's actually quite a few tracks where Johan starts off the the track by just kind of talking. He's almost like in character. Um, it would be like imagine if King Diamond had Johann Hegg's voice, <laughs> and I, I guess it's sort of what it's like. But like you know, less theatrical, I think though. Um, <coughs> so the um, i
0: never thought about it that way but
1: okay. yeah so uh on the drums on this album the re- the recording drummer was tobias Gustafsson, um who is from vomatory and um cut up which is basically like it's not quite the same band but it's almost the same band
0: and we did review the new Cut Up album.
1: We did, which is actually a, a very solid, straightforward, classic, old-school-style death metal album. Yeah. Um, and if you want to listen to that episode, you can just go in your old podcast app and you'll find it there. It's not that old. Um, they did get a new drummer. They've got um, the drummer from uh, October Tide, uh, Walgren. It, it, he's going to be the touring drummer. And Johan actually recently came out and said, that uh, he would be totally cool with having him stay as the permanent drummer, but he was sort of jokey about it. Um, he's like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard being around people all the time, and he wasn't sure whether that's what, what this uh, guy wanted to do after this tour or not, but he, he seems pretty uh, satisfied with his work so far. Anyway, so the first track on the album is uh, called First Kill, which I think is a great <laughs> song for an opening track. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Iron Maiden with the melodies. Um, <laughs> which is something that's going to come up a few times in this review. Uh, I think that this album had a, it was sort of all over the place for me. It, it felt like a classic all Arts sometimes. And then at other times it really had this sort of, uh, sort of new wave of British heavy metal styling to it um, that would pop up with the guitar melodies. Yeah. Um, I,
0: fe- I, r- I felt like I I was drawn more to the tracks that sounded like, classic i'm on a mark yeah
1: me too yeah me three but um i was starting to get on board with it after i'd given it uh more than one listen um and i I wouldn't necessarily call it the downside of the album because uh these guys have really been around forever at this point and there's only so much you can do with one style you know sort of like when you think about uh michael talking about opeth yeah. and how he got tired of uh their sort of early style after the first few albums and right ended. yeah so i i think I understand it but yeah so i mean it's a it's a solid opening track i love the prominence of the bass um in the opening I, that like really uh I, I really enjoyed that and I, I like the fact that the bass wasn't mixed down um they had great melodies it was fast paced um the wanderer the next track was very reminiscent of mid-period on monomarth up until about halfway through and then it gets sort of i actually wasn't a fan of the breakdown in, in wanderer it has this sort of noodly guitar stuff that happens about halfway through in the solo left a lot to be desired for me and it felt a little sloppy especially the end of the solo um so you know it's an okay song but it's definitely not a, a strong track Um, overall for me the next track uh on a sea of blood had fantastic guitar work. It was super fast paced. Uh, the drums were like extremely fast in the opening, and it, I was like hooked at first. And then the drums, <laughs> then they then <laughs> <laughs> remember this, mind you, this is
2: coming from a drummer's ear.
1: It is, um, but uh, here's the thing: is I think that this is where some of the uh, some of the stylings from from like the straightforward classic death metal stuff are came through a bit. Um, with with Gustafsson's background is because he, he's got the speed and he's got the precision and that's all fine but uh, his stylings for me left a little bit to be desired um, and this was one of the tracks uh, so one thing I'll say is I, I felt that he is was extremely competent and, and very capable but I felt that he was very inconsistent from track to track and it left a lot to be desired for me um, by the way, I noticed you didn't step in and say anything about guitar earlier when I was talking about the sloppy solo, <laughs> uh, that, but that's kind of a given,
0: but, but you. are you saying
2: you
1: agree with the sloppy solo comment?
2: I mean, it. I, but see how many albums did they release now? Like, I think it's, it's like a trait,
1: the sloppy solo. Yeah.
2: No, dude. I don't agree with that at all. Obviously you haven't listened to their live stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not true actually. No, the newer the newer stuff is actually way better. But back no, the, in the day Yeah, no. Uh no, their new life stuff is is pretty solid. But yeah, no. I, you know for a fact that I've seen their early life stuff and that I have opinions about it. I know. <laughs> Cause they're too fucking drunk in their earlier uh, early career. Um but anyways, so yeah, what happened is the drums are super fast and then they just go to like this sort of thrash like one two one two do that do that yeah exactly and then they go and i i fucking hated it every time he did it and he does it a few times because he does it every time they play like the the main riff and so it was sort of irritating to be honest because it was like just keep doing what you were doing or or change up the bass pedal work but it, it felt like a very lazy um approach uh and very uninspired um so critical i know right Jeez. again this well that's is from
2: a drummer
1: well <laughs> oh, yeah and, and uh, i wrote in my notes i said speed means nothing without feel and cutting off the double pedal work uh between the fast and slower double pedal work was not complementary to the guitar work is what i wrote mm-hmm. uh and i mean I, I can see the how yeah. they the two would be complementary it would be better yeah i and so i i, I wrote all my notes obvious i mean i I think this is obvious, but I'll say it explicitly. I, I write all my notes while I'm listening to the track, so everything is sort of a stream of consciousness as I'm going. Okay. Um, for, yeah, and again, later. yeah. Well, I, my, The last word I say is also the first word that I say. Right. That's a very, uh, hopefully, dream theater people will understand that joke. Bre- the breakdown, again, in this one reminded me hugely of Iron Maiden. Um, Wait, which one? Uh, on a Sea of Blood okay how much
0: how many drops of blood are in this blood ocean
1: (laughs) oh hey did you hear that uh the adult swim signed the petition to to put uh one more season of metalocalypse on air to give it an ending
0: wait i thought they did a live stream of that and then they were having people send in the petitions and it was just showing the fax machine or the copy machine and all the petitions were just going right into the trash.
1: No, they did do that, like, I think a week ago, but, like, a day or two ago, they actually signed the petition themselves. So I don't know whether they're just trolling everybody or whether that's an indication that they're going to do it.
0: Who knows at this point?
1: I I mean, Brendan is interested in doing it, so it's really the network's deal at this point. Yeah. It would be nice if, if somebody else besides the network owned the rights to it, so maybe Hulu or somebody could pick it up. But, you know, I don't know. Anyways, excuse me. Back to the... Um, review so one against all i so as i was doing this and i'll save you guys all of my rating numbers for each track but as i was doing this i was rating each track uh on the one to six scale that's different it was it was a new approach for me and um and I gave this track a six out of six. I, Dude, uh, I really like this track. This is the
0: first track that drew me into the album.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, all the other tracks for me felt like they w- were either close to something fantastic, or or had like the little missteps with stuff for me, like the last one I talked about. But this one, I thought the drum opening was was really good. Um, I uh, excuse me, my laptop turned off. I thought the drum opening was really awesome. I thought that the drum parts were more, were more thoughtful. I thought the guitar work was really solid, and it really reminded me of old school Amon Amarth, like back in the day, listening to like you the know, Crusher. Yeah, dude. Cru- exactly, dude. Um, and uh, my note just literally says it kicks ass, and it, <laughs> <laughs> and it had a it had a really cool breakdown. And um, this is a little fucked up. I wrote. I guess this drummer can actually hang first time caring about his performance on the album is what I wrote. God damn. damn. <laughs> Fourth check in. And uh, normally I, I don't want to sound very pretentious. So I actually looked up who was drumming <laughs> too on. Too late. No, I actually looked <laughs> up who Too late, too late. <laughs> yeah, right. Stalemate. Yeah. Um, I actually looked up who was drumming on the album after I had started listening to the album. So I had no idea that it was the guy from cut up at this point. Oh, okay. So I was just like, I knew it wasn't the original. Uh, and I think that also lets people know that I haven't really been keeping track of i th- the past yeah. album or two. Um, but again, I don't want to give anybody a false impression about where I'm coming from when I review this. So um, I thought it was, I thought it was a really killer track. Dino, you apparently agree with me that it was a really killer track. Yeah Yeah, no, I, I, I did I did that one did stand out. Yeah, I, I love that track. That's gonna go down for me as a classic like go to Almanamorphth song for me, like for sure, no problem uh the next track was also very solid i gave that one a five out of six um raise your horns raise your horns yeah that was a really great uh, i i it basically sounds to me like, like a crowd pleaser yeah I,
2: dude i i was in my car driving i'm
1: like even i was just su- like, were you singing along no
2: i mean kind of a little bit
1: right yeah see I, I was i what i wrote is i can imagine everyone like in a crowd singing along Drunk as fuck. and yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, like not a mosh pit, but like a circle of people, like kind of moshing, you know what yeah. I mean? Moving around in a circle. Uh, it, it just gave me this feeling of being at the show, singing along, drinking a beer, singing along. It was really great. Um, and then again, I thought the drum work was kind of lame. Um, <laughs> 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 oh god i mean look uh, and uh, and again i don't want to be too too much of a dick this guy's a way better drummer you know than a lot of other drummers are but it's just like there's a standard for me with Almana marth that i expect and just wasn't met on the album yeah um even on the last album actually which i believe he also played on so it's a little strange for me but um uh you guys are going to laugh at this. Uh, here's what I wrote. I said I felt like I was trapped with a drum machine program with mechanical parts from the late 90s and it really gets gets in a way of perfect riffage. And I said I uh I can't imagine drinking to the song though. I thought it was really good. But yeah, the drums are fucking terrible. Um <laughs> No, it, it's it's unfortunate.
0: Dude, I and I think uh cuz the original drummer Frederick Anderson left. Yeah. I think almost during the album or prior to the, this album. So this is the first time that this drummer has been on this album.
1: Oh, really? I thought for some reason. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, in the Way of the Viking, uh, I was not a fan of the keyboard horns <coughs> that they had on there. I mean, I got what they were doing. They were trying to fill out the guitars, I think, a little bit so that they wouldn't sound so thin. Um, But I didn't really enjoy it. I thought that the that the um, horn sections, the keyboard horns that they had, were just kind of didn't really add anything. They're Um, trying to
0: make it like in the wordless chamber.
1: (laughs) I was thinking about in the in the wordless chamber actually, Um, and then uh, I said again he's finally actually playing drums was my, I'm very, I was very stuck on the drummer when I was doing my review. So I apologize for that, but it was really sticking in my craw. Okay. So the next track at Dawn's first light was super hooky, had great melodies. Um, I love this track too. Yeah. This was really good. Um, The breakdown at, at three minutes, again, huge Iron Maiden influence, actually probably the most Iron Maiden, breakdown on the whole thing i was like holy fuck was somebody listening to like you know um, killers or some shit when they wrote this but uh yeah so that was a great track 1000 burning arrows i dug it i thought it was slow i thought it was emotional i thought it was a great it had a great shift halfway through with these pizzicato strings that came in and it had just a super classic straight up slow hand almano mar solo that was like fantastic and got me moist Yes, yeah, moist. Yeah, the moistness was there. Hardcore. Um, Vengeance is mine. Very traditional riffs. Extremely. I, traditional. Yeah, I like this track too. Um, very. Well, tradish- even even the even the, the naming of the track is kind of yeah traditional. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, I think everything about this track screams old school. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really feel like an Amon Marth song to me. Um, it's it felt more like. Marth meets new wave of british heavy metal sort of. And uh it, it, the song structure was was nice. And uh you know, something I kind of was thinking was, you know, is this kind of maybe another album or two down the road the future of what this band is going to sound like? I yeah, mean, I potentially. Probably probably. Uh and if it is, I don't I don't really hate that that much. Um if I ever want the really classic Marth stuff, there's albums and albums worth me to go to and this wouldn't be a terrible direction um the next track a dream that cannot be was solid I love the female vocals oh really yeah I, I fucking super on it
0: hated yeah.
2: it yeah well see I didn't I didn't hate it I didn't I didn't hate it but... I think the
0: song is solid the fucking vocals ruined it for me you but know like Dora no. pe no. haters
1: is gonna hate Uh, as we take a swig so i actually really loved that so uh, you're not gonna like that i I think i said something to the effect of uh what did i say here uh i said love the female vocals honestly wouldn't mind more of this in the future (laughs) dang (laughs) no because i i thought there was something oddly complimentary about how different it was to have a woman singing with johan's really deep voice right i like that they did it by the way her voice is super thick and powerful like yeah. I, I thought it was, I had a really fat sound. I don't, I mean, I don't know how much of that was production, but it, it really didn't feel like, um, like some thin sort of, it felt like a really thick, full body, fantastic voice. Um, I mean it's Dora Pesh, obviously. So, I, but, but yeah, I, I found it, I found it complimentary. Um,
2: there. I actually, uh, it wasn't on purpose. What happened? But I had a monomorphism uh, playing in the shower uh-huh. a couple days ago, and uh, when that song came on, it was right when I was started touching myself. Was when she started singing. <laughs> Are you
1: fucking serious, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no, I was just you know I was the water was off. I was lathering up. I'm like, oh, she's singing. I'm not. This is weird. How the two actually came together. as i was showering you're like i'm not the whole the whole record for her to come on but as soon as i
1: got in the shower she had to start singing did you get soft no (laughs) (laughs) i did my skin though is very (laughs) soft and supple oh man okay um all right so the next track uh which is actually the last track is uh back on northern shores fantastic closer I, mean, I thought it was a great closer yeah uh, it had a the opening to it has this really cool tapping melody that plays um it had a, a really uh straightforward arrangement but just you know the way that amanda martha approaches layering their melodies is just so impressive to me um there was a great shift like you know it's the right lo- is it the longest track too? yes yeah it's pretty long it's
2: like seven minutes
1: yeah it's it's a good one um so there's a great shift. It goes right into the, again, classic Amanomar harmony work, um, solid drumming on it, really catchy chorus. There's nothing to complain about for me on that song at all. Um, but, you know, so basically this is an album that I feel like really gets stronger as it as it progresses. Yes. I've, I don't know why they would stack some of the weaker tracks toward the front the way that they did. Um
0: I definitely found myself just starting the album with, um, one mm-hmm. against all.
1: Oh, uh, it's yeah. It's, I think it's the, maybe the best song on the album. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, what, so, uh, I, I've been pretty, I think straightforward about some of my complaints, but, uh, one thing to keep in mind is that, you know, Amana Martha is a very solid band and, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, average material is still better than some other worst bands, best material. It's true. Yes. Um, And so I don't want to uh, say this is a a bad album. I don't want to give that impression. Um, But before I rate it, would you guys like to talk about it at all?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I didn't get a lot of lessons of the record, unfortunately. Um, There's just too many shit going on in life right now. But anyway, uh, uh, I do agree. The first couple tracks weren't as solid. Um, one against all, I remember totally stood out because I actually had to replay the song and remember the track name. Yeah. Well, when I was driving to work, you but, know, what's
1: good when you, when you're done with it and you just instantly hear it again.
2: Yeah, I know. But at this time it was much louder. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I didn't really get an Iron Maiden influence or feel from the record i just i just only in certain breakdowns i yeah. i see i even i didn't didn't Iron didn't pop that's out fine. to me that's but fine. again that's just my ears um uh i did feel that the kind of the last half of the record got was more strong um but the musicianship guitar wise i really enjoyed i thought johan did a good job screaming his ass off um And it was definitely a different feel of a Monomarth, but there were moments of like the old, the old Amonomarth coming through. And it's like, okay, good. It's familiar, but this is a little new. So it kind of kept me um, interested.
1: Yeah, man. I I agree with that. Like, um, it wasn't, it wasn't like new in a bad way. No. Yeah. It wasn't like they put a bunch of. Like, I love Dan Suano, but I wouldn't want to hear like Moon Tower keyboards on a Monomarth album or something. So right. It wasn't right. like something like crazy. Right. It,
2: it was something new, but it was still a Monomarth. I mean, it's hard yeah. to really describe.
0: It's like they just turned their ship like just a couple degrees, you <laughs> yeah. know, like heading in the same general direction, just trying yeah. new waters.
2: Um. But yeah, I mean, the there was a lot of riffs. There's a lot of good riffs, and there's some like, yeah, not so good. But, you know, overall, I, I i did enjoy the record i'm gonna be listening to it more after we're done with the podcast yeah,
1: yeah i mean i will too although to be pr- completely honest i think i might just put together a playlist with like a couple of these tracks <laughs> and just a couple of tracks from all the other stuff that i yeah. already love and just kind of just have my playlist
2: yeah
0: um i honestly like i had to reminisce a little bit about death and fire which was the first album that i think we all listened to, yeah and how i
1: remember how deep but that's and, uh the records versus the world.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah sorry. Well, okay. yeah. I just
1: want to make sure we we say the right record.
0: Yeah, uh versus the world, sorry. But it
2: was Death and Fire that really got us hooked. Yeah, yeah that
1: that song is what got us. Hooked.
0: <laughs> yeah, um I just remember how guttural Johan's voice is, sound, voice sound and like the 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 deepness, like I remember when you, when Martin had the hydraulic heads, the Evans heads, yeah, and we're like, that's the sound, that's what they use, man, and like just the tribal drums, and it took, like, you had to take a break halfway through,
2: (laughs) yeah, because in the beginning it's just it was too heavy, like,
0: like it was just like I can't, I need to like take a break from this, I can't digest this all, and now it's just like canon for me, like this is it's so. I think it's hard to digest this the newer stuff for me. Um, even though, yeah, I think it's it's not bad. It's just it's not what I'm used to. And plus, and to be perfectly honest, I haven't listened to maybe the last two or three records that Amon Marth put out. Yeah,
2: I, I which I will confess,
1: you know, I I, 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 I kinda, actually is even though I haven't been keeping up with the personnel, I've been keeping up with the albums.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so I just, I feel like I'm, I was a little caught off guard a little bit mm-hmm. about their direction, which again, it's not bad and it's not too far off course. Um, I just think you can't replace versus the world or the crusher or the Avenger for me. Yeah. And this album's not going to replace that, but if you want an Amon Amarth fix, this will do it.
1: Yeah, you know. I, I think I totally agree with that. Um hold on here, dude. I wanna look something up real quick.
2: Um, yeah, the, the other thing is I remember when after Versus the World I they I think they released Fate of Norns and I don't know if I was a true No dude I believer thought, of that. that album, dude. Um but I would have <laughs> to say is if, if they played some of those songs live, they might be better because I thought the, that album overall production was shit. Well, no, it I it just didn't sound good. But this record, however, sounds way better
1: well here's the thing dude is i actually think this record isn't as strong as their last two records deceiver of the gods and Surter rise yes see, I, yeah, think... I
2: haven't listened to
1: twilight's uh Surtur or deceiver at all um those they're all great i mean they're all really good albums this album isn't shitty but it's not as good as those albums for me um but it has been three years since they've done the last album um So it's nice to get some new material. They were releasing albums a lot more frequently. Yeah, almost
2: every two years.
1: Yeah, basically every two years. Yeah, very consistently. And then this is the first time they've taken an extra year. So maybe they're just... They're doing a lot of stuff now. They're like Johan's guesting in a bunch of stuff and like actually in TV shows and stuff now, like Vikings and all that.
0: Yeah, and he was... He does this like modeling thing for this uh, like Viking-esque. Um, they make like horn cups and necklaces and shirts and stuff like that. It pops up on Instagram every now and again. I'm like, oh, it's Johan. Hello, friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ratings? Oh, um,
2: I-, I wanted to add one more thing. I do really ahead. enjoy the cover.
1: Oh yeah, the artwork is fantastic. Yeah. I don't know who they're getting to do this shit. They, I don't know either. But uh, I love him or her. I think they're fantastic. Um, so I don't think I can in good good conscience give it a six. Yeah. Um it's just not well, that's a, an obvious. Yeah, I mean I just can't. Um for a few reasons. Uh uh most of it has to do with the drummer, but the that sloppy solo I, mean, I don't know why they would just leave it there, and um, otherwise, I I thought Johan was extremely solid. The rhythm guitar work and the melodies were really great. So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give it a uh, like a four point eight out of six for me.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm 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 kind of in the same realm. I'm gonna give it a f- uh, four point five.
0: Four point five for me as well.
2: Stop copying I, me. I think
0: that. I'm sorry, I write down my oh, reviews yeah? beforehand, so I already know what I'm going to say. Why don't you but, stop and, copying him, man? But but yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, I think it's it's worth listening to. Give yeah. it
1: a shot. Yeah, I think you should definitely listen to it. I just don't think it's the best thing Almano Art's ever done.
0: Yeah.
1: And moving on? Uh, yeah, you know, I felt like I was going to say something a while ago, and then... I didn't say it.
2: Um, I'll, I guess I'll go. All right, go ahead. Um, so I did Moon Sorrow. I mean, I guess none of us really had a record to listen to.
1: Yeah, this was the first week where we just sort of like we're listening to everything. Yeah.
2: So, but I I kind of latched more on to Moon Sorrow only because I do remember the first time I heard of Moon Sorrow.
1: Yeah. How how did you get your hands on that? Content?
2: Uh, Martin to my left here. Yeah. Um, gave me an all black record. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I already have Metallica. And he's like, "No, dude, this is different. The like the their name wasn't even on. I didn't even know who this band was. Because yeah. there was no proof of their name that until was, you opened up the the booklet.
1: That was part of the fun of that one. I know. So yeah. I'm like,
2: "What the like
1: what the fuck is this?"
2: Anyway, uh Moon Sorrow. Um So, if you know of Moon Sorrow, this record will not be a surprise. It's very, very,
0: MoonSorrow, and epic.
2: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yeah, Moon super epic. So, uh, do a little uh, background. Uh, MoonSorrow hails from Helsinki, Finland. Uh, they started in 2000. I mean, sorry, 1995, and like um, they have the same five members.
0: I know it's so surprising it's, it's, to me, and
2: I I think that's amazing. Anyway, MoonSorrow is a Pagan, I guess they are pagan metal. I think that's what they call themselves. Um, Sounds I, about right. They I was got like like a just Nordic, like folk metal. Well, like f- but yeah, but it's folk. It's They incorporate black metal and folk metal into their sound and yeah. which they like to say call and I've said it even before I knew they called themselves. This is epic <laughs> hipster. Heathen metal. <laughs> yeah.
1: Heathen metal. Yeah.
2: Um and they try to distance them themselves from what a Marth would consider themselves as Viking metal. So they're not the same as Viking metal. Makes sense. Uh, they like to emphasize on pagan and spiritual kind of um, stuff and things.
1: Stuff and things, man. Yeah. Spiritual stuff. No,
2: because it's it, it's it's it is interesting because I think some of the members came from Fintral.
1: Yeah, the keyboard guy came from. Fintro. Yeah, so
2: like when you listen to that band, there's times when you're like, "Oh yeah, I want to just like hop around and like kind of rock out." At Troll the same time. In. This is really weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, they that's not so much like that in Mooncero, but um, the record is. Shit, I
1: gotta listen to that album now. I know, right? So I love that album. Uh, I'm gonna open up this beer.
2: Go for it. Um, I would love to try and pronounce this, but I would just fucking. Destroy it with my American tongue. Let me give it a shot.
1: Uh, humalten Aika.
2: So basically what that means is Age of Gods. From when I
0: what I deciphered.
2: How did I do that? That's very epic of yeah. them. It, it,
1: just because you can't pronounce it doesn't mean you don't know what it says.
2: <laughs> anyway. Um, The album was released April 1st. And when when Dino told me, oh, yeah, Moonstar released the record, I go, you're lying.
0: (laughs) I know. Because it
2: was on April 1st. I said, no, this is April Fool's. I don't believe you. Anyway, it's very believable. It is out there. Um, This is their seventh full length album. Uh, This album consists of seven tracks, two of which are covers. And I didn't get to listen to the covers because I listen to it or I stream my music. And um, they weren't on it. But anyway, uh, the songs range, there's one song. So one song is seven minutes. The rest are like pretty close to 16, 12 to 16 minutes long. And that's where the epicness comes in. There you go. Now I just thought of Children on Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. I mean, this this album is Moonstar Through and Through. It won't disappoint if you are familiar with them because it's it just holds to their uh true epic sound but if you don't know this album and their previous albums uh especially this one it's just growls vocal harmonies heavy black metal guitars acoustic guitars keyboards harmonies that will stay with you throughout the whole song and it's really cool i always enjoyed that of them um some tracks will have a uh, like a soundscape I think there's one where it sounds like he's a black hammer, a blacksmith. A black hammer. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that
1: sounds like a fucking black metal band. Dude. I know, right? Um, we are black hammer. Yeah.
2: And, and they had previous songs where they're like sitting by a campfire and then it turns into a, like a, like a little jam session. It sounds like what it would be like sitting around a pagan fire back in the day and with your acoustic and lutes.
1: Yeah, dude, I, I love these guys, man. I gotta say, I, Think that they are amazing at layering their oh they are their harmony work is just mind blowing yeah
2: and I just love how like it just snakes throughout the music and it's just it's the music is just full of emotion whether it be like you know the 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 growls or the, the like the choir not not choir but just like layered vocal harmonies of them you know just singing clean in the background it's just. All amazing, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I mean, I I really don't know what else to say other than my my two favorite tracks would probably be the last two. Oh really? Oh the the ones I listened to the um uh, four and track four and five. Um, but um, I mean, the
0: whole record's really really good. It's just. I can't stress this enough. It's Moonsorrow. I, so when I was listening to it and I like kind of got hooked into it, I was like, God, I fucking love this band. Yeah. And then the second thought was, so who else does fucking, you know, uh, uh, folk metal? Like I was thinking of Corpic Lonnie, Fintroll, and I'm like, pale in comparison. Yeah. (laughs) No don't, don't even hold a fucking uh fucking candle to these guys like but then again, these guys are in such a different realm, I think. they are yeah, so they are. um one story that I have is that I was driving up to Sacramento, and I was like, oh listen to the the new moon sorrow, and I was like fucking hop, like hopped up on caffeine. I got to about
2: wait, 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 you caffeine an airplane usually leads to bad reviews. <laughs>
0: This was like caffeine just running through my veins. And then I had like some sort of adrenaline where I was like emotionally involved with the music. Like it was like the <laughs> I second was there, track man. was was building like it just kept on building epicness upon epicness and I'm like, I can't fucking take it anymore. <laughs> it was like it's like, headbanging while driving. Like, that's very dangerous. It was so fucking good. It was such a good experience. Yeah. So.
2: I mean, no, the, I, that's the other thing is uh, the last track. Um, again, I, I cannot pronounce it because I just will just tear it up. But anyway, the last track, I love the way it ends because it's just, like, like the music would stop and then, like, each instrument would slowly come in and then it like it's like three minutes of the the same riff right Mm -hmm. but it's just building on epic buckiness yeah that that where then it just ends and then there's like a soundscape i think it's another campfire or something but it's just like you hear that and you're like i it just grabs you and it pulls you into the music
0: and plus you get there and you're like okay we're at like the peak of epicness for this song and like
1: (laughs) no 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 This is base camp, uh, son. uh, No, see, this is where Nightwish would stop. (laughs) (laughs) This is base camp, son. We got a long way to the top. (laughs) If you want to rock and roll. (laughs) Um, So I want to have full disclosure. I I did get around. I listened to this album, but my my thoughts on it are a, a little more vague because I had an emergency situation happen over the weekend. So... I wasn't able to spend as much time with this particular album. Um, Suffice it to say, I agree with everybody. That's kind of where I'm going to leave it for me that uh, I listened to. um, I honestly wasn't able to get through the whole thing because of the emergency this weekend, but I was able to get through like the first half and I thought that everything was just absolutely mind-blowingly good. Um, I think think these guys are amazing. Yeah,
2: no, they are, they are truly one of my favorite bands and um I'm actually, I forgot all about it that they released a grind. What did I say earlier? A grindcore record yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, they, a side yeah, project? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I'm kind of interested. I knew they did that for shits and gigs um, because they're like, well, wouldn't it be funny if we released a grindcore record and they actually did? So, I, I mean, I don't know about that. But- you know,
1: what, it'd be funny to release a grindcore album under the monochore Napalm Def. <laughs> And that'd be a great grind chord name. No,
2: yeah. The album would be completely silent. Like like cannabis co- oh, silent <laughs> sixty minutes of silence, dude. What do you mean you can't hear it? You must be deaf. Oh my god. I almost tried to drink a candle.
1: Wait, no, what you do is what you do is it sounds like it's silenced, but if you get the track and you put it in some audio processing and then you gain it up, then the album's there.
2: There you go. You just feast off the sound. Yeah. Of- everybody
1: has to get the album secondhand from like torrents and shit. There you go. From people who have the equipment to, to listen to it. <laughs>
2: That's that was the underground
1: so- fucking album in the world, dude. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, I guess I'll just re- rate this a 5.5 5 out of 6. You fucking
0: biter, dude.
2: <laughs> what?
1: What? You want to fight?
0: Yeah. Five and a half out of six yeah
1: so like i said i wasn't able to get through the whole album i i think it would be disingenuous to give it um a score for the whole album so all i can do is 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 rate what i've heard and um i think it was basically for me what i was expecting perfect so i have give it a uh also I, I guess i'll also give it a 5.5 5 out of 6. sweet sounds good to me yeah i mean like
2: like they i think they have one record where it's two tracks and they're each like a half hour like yeah. it's just crazy
1: no I mean they're basically for me like the perfect thing yeah um, because I when I really think of music especially from when I was younger when we were all younger really I think we kind of fell into this this category we all really were driven toward very long epic storytelling right uh, emotional yes. music a la uh, morning rise and you know stuff like that yeah. um, and I kind of feel like like Moonsaur really scratches that itch for me mm-hmm. like long epic emotional storytelling style stuff even though honestly i don't speak their language so a lot of times i don't know what they're talking about but you know it's it just sounds it, more no, brutal it, but it, it draws you in and it's it's got this very like i like it's got like a visceral kind of quality to it for yeah me, you know yeah and and every time they
2: release a new record, and I listen to it, it brings me back to that day when you handed me that fucking black album, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?"
1: Happy to be a party story, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. That leaves you, man. Uh, which, um, well, he was I in charge of November and Isan? Well,
2: I can comment on November.
1: I again unfortunately this, this get out well uh, so I should I should I should say with it a friend of mine was injured over the weekend and I uh, spent some time uh, in the hospital so i uh, I actually wasn't able to get to some of the uh, the listening that I was uh trying to get to um, so unfortunately, I just handled my album and uh, That's okay, bro. and I had some and, and I had been listening to the moon Sorrow, anyways. And uh, I, I have gotten through all the Issan, so I'm just a little bit behind, unfortunately, on this particular release. <clears throat> so Sorry, next I, I, release, I'll you know hopefully there won't be any other emergencies.
0: <laughs> we want to do November.
1: You want to just do that one together? Because
0: well, I want to save the best for last.
1: Okay. All right, that works for me. <laughs> trash is last. Okay, so trash <laughs> is last.
0: <laughs> so November, uh, they released finally an album after <laughs> almost I think 10 it, years almost 10 years nine yeah, i think, I it think it's nine, nine to yeah. be precise so um and they've been around since 1990 so fucking <clears throat> 26 years holy shit it's hard to think about that because i feel like november still no still feels new to my like repertoire of uh, so, well you know what it's actually bands. that's crazy
1: to me 26 years yeah, because that means that they formed when I was two. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking amazing. Damn, like 1990, bro. That's amazing to me.
0: Yeah, um, and it's all the original lineup except for the drummer. Yes, who's um, Giuseppe Orlando. Um, yeah, he's he's gone, and I loved his drumming. Yeah, the the new drummer yeah, is dude. David yeah. Fulcito. Is it? Yeah, it's full, He's because he's full of shit.
1: Well, how was he, man? Was he good on the album? I
0: I don't think he he measures up. No, he doesn't. To the original. Unfortunately. Unfortunate. Um, I'm I, pretty sure you
2: would tear him a new asshole, but
0: Yeah, I I think <laughs> in general like this album feels like a November album, but the, it's like definitely some elements missing, some yeah. foggier elements missing. And
2: Yeah. I, which you know. made me believe that maybe the maybe um Giuseppe had something to do with that.
0: Yeah. I but, like, I mean, also the bass, too. Like, there was n- almost nothing exciting from the bassist on this record. I,
2: I don't know if I could really hear
0: him. He was there. It just it wasn't like... I, and plus, he didn't play fretless, so, you know.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, but I believe this album was mixed by Dan Swano himself. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if that. Dan,
1: turn up the fucking bass song. Dan the swan song, Swano. <laughs>
2: God. That's a tongue twister. Right. Um anyway, continued, you know.
0: Sorry. Uh, I feel like the the album's very cohesive and like it all belongs together. Like there's central themes of it. It's very atmospheric. It's very traditionally November without which I feel like is almost a cop out in terms of a review. But
2: I I said that about Moonsoro. So, I, mean, I, I mean, it's
0: it's very it's very moons or it's very it's very november um it's very difficult to pick out songs from one another i feel like there's not a lot of songs that stand out from each other uh they kind of bleed into one another each song has beautiful moments and heavy moments or not every song but you know the album in general um but there's nothing that's like, oh, what's that cool drum thing in that one song? Right. What's that cool melody or what's that cool solo in that one song to make me pick out certain tracks to go back to? A la classica. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Classica had like the fucking epic drums. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean
2: I listen to the I listen to the new record Ursa a lot. Like that yeah. was that was my album for like over a week while we we're doing Let Me. Sucky. idea. Yeah. And um there are songs that did actually pop out, but um there's some just in general, like I think they have an all acoustic track. Yeah, they did. I know, I don't know if I ever remember them having a track oh, really? like that before. Unless I'm mistaken, I don't
1: know. I am. I'm, I'm not. Too uh, I don't well want to go. Enough. I don't want to go out on a limb, but I can't remember one. Yeah.
2: So I mean, like I said, I could be mistaken, but um, there were a couple tracks. I do agree that I, when I first listened to it, they all blended in together.
0: Yeah, and I feel like I listened to this. I don't know, maybe, maybe like five or so times.
2: Yeah, and I'm. I'm. I am almost thinking that maybe that one more second of delay between tracks might help. <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean, because there's actually one song, and unfortunately I can't remember. Um, I think it's loose where he ends the song, and then like, or the song stops for a second, and then it continues again after like a moment of silence. Oh, and I almost thought that that was the that was another song. So when I went to go find, try and find that part, I'm like where where
1: where's that song? It's Black Rose Immortal. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but yeah i mean after a dozen over a dozen listens then songs started to pop out a little bit more yeah and i think their actual their previous record the blue um kind of did the same thing to me
0: holy shit that was their last oh god yeah it was a long time
1: ago yeah (laughs) was that really their last record Mm -hmm. oh shit i thought dude i I will
2: I was in such a November like hurting stage where I'm like, I need new, new material that I went back and I like was listening to just their demo
1: stuff. Dude, I don't want to sound like too much of a noob, but I had sort of assumed that they had released something after Blue at this point. No. Yeah. And 10 years, man. Dude. Oh, shit. Sorry. Dude, until you, until you said that right now, I had assumed that there was part of their life that I'd missed. And apparently that's just this record. Yeah, Like, this is the only record I haven't heard yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man.
2: Well, no, they have, like, super... I can't remember what it's called. You and I have the same
1: demo stuff.
2: I don't... Maybe we do.
1: No, because you shared it with me a while ago.
2: I only found it on YouTube.
1: Oh, never mind then. I thought you were talking about the shit that you gave me a while back. No, I don't think so. All right, never mind then. So I'm missing that.
2: Yes, possibly.
1: Um...
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to reminisce a little bit about this, too, and that um, I remember just combing through metal forums, trying to find, like, new progressive bands and progressive death metal, because that was the stage of my life, and the- <laughs> Swim Seagull in the Sky yeah, came so up, true. and I fucking loved that track, and honestly, I can't remember what album it's off of, it's, but
2: it think it's, um,
1: fuck, I'm fucking up. That's not classic, right?
2: Dreams did de, uh, Dreams. Desure. Yeah, Desure. Yeah,
1: yeah, which, yeah,
0: I mean that was, I played that song for days, weeks on end, um, and I just don't, I just don't feel like there's a track like that in here. I feel like in whole the album is very good. I just don't get a standout.
2: Right, from and
0: it. there's that one song with the the saxophone though at the end. Yeah fucking drops my panties i think that
2: might be in a loose okay i think it might be
0: and i i i like the opening track too uh um, there's too
2: many tracks with an a so it's one of the australis
0: <laughs> there's good Easter's good too easter is a good heavy track for yeah. me yeah
1: um there's a heavy track called easter
2: yeah believe it or not
1: okay yeah. all right
2: it's it's jesus returning
1: is it is no it really? dude i don't know or is it about ishtar like the goddess of fertility
2: it's possible. I it's do awesome. like the cover. I enjoy it very much.
1: What is the, again? Do, I, I I you know I haven't. This is the only album I didn't listen to anything of because of the. Dude, uh, she, she
2: got a nipple showing. She's holding a little bit Oh,
1: I have seen this album cover. Yeah, that's nice. It's.
2: it's I think cute. it's. I think it's a very. Uh, I do enjoy the album cover.
1: I wonder what the deal is with the. Uh, it's like innocence meets, meets like sexuality and and being an adult sort of with the with the breast showing and then mm. the little teddy bear. I got no ideas, bro. There's something about that that's very provocative.
0: Oh, I know why it's metal. Do
1: you know why it's No, why it it's metal?
0: it's a metal cover because she's she has red hair and she has so she's a ginger and has no soul. Damn.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh, man. Um yeah i I would love to offer something to this, but like i said i just feel, i feel terrible, but there was a, like a real emergency this week, and I couldn't fucking listen to it
2: um no, but I'll continue like I did actually really enjoy this record, like okay. I'm listening to it twelve times, like I'm not gonna listen to a record I didn't enjoy twelve times um but you know again, like you said, it's just i think they've it it shows kind of a little bit that. They've been 10 years out of the game.
1: Mm, they're not hungry, is yeah, that what you're saying?
2: Yeah. and and like some so, there's some riffs that I'm like, I've heard this before. And um the drums were just not convincing enough. Like I just I was missing missing the old
0: drums. Yeah, that, <sighs> is this worth a me, lot.
1: Is this worth me listening to? I think you should listen to it. Yeah,
0: okay. I think it's definitely worth a listen. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because I mean, yeah. it, the it sounds like you're going like pretty hard against the, the drummer
2: here. I so. I'm not a drummer, but I didn't I I did not enjoy. There's I, there's I, maybe two songs where I'm like fuck yeah, but that was about it. I mm.
0: think the old drummer brought an edge of like maybe it's just progressiveness to it. Yeah, like, he like was very
2: Philly. I felt like yeah, he did a lot of like little like you know like stuff I like.
0: Like ornamentation or like stuff. showy yeah, stuff, eight. yeah, something that that makes you just like I I think it's difficult for us because we all play an instrument. Yeah, like we want to hear something that's a like slight bit virtuosic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, pushes the edge a little bit.
1: That's a real. That's a fair comment.
0: Yeah. And so I I yeah I just wanted something to tickle that edge for me. But I you know again if if you were hungry for November, this.
1: Oh yeah, it's this filled you. the void. Yeah. Okay. Well, it has been it's been too long, man, since Blue. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um. So I guess if I were to rate it, I'd give
1: it a four point eight out of six.
2: I'm gonna give it a five.
1: I think what I'll do is, um, <clears throat> I'll, maybe I'll rate it next podcast or something, or maybe I'll just not rate it for this particular. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. It's just, um, but I can definitely participate on the Isan album.
2: Okay. Um, but yeah, I'd just like to say one last thing, bring back
1: Giuseppe. <laughs> bring him back, man. Bring him back. Hey
2: man, where'd he go? Not 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 to give David a hard time because he does a good job at, at his job.
1: You know, I feel like you know what this really reminds me of hardcore? What? And it reminds me of Mickey D and Matt Thompson. Um uh, it's like you got Mickey D right, kicks yeah. ass like he's fucking he's doing crazy shit all the time like you know what yeah. I mean. on them especially them has crazy off-time drum parts on some of those songs and yeah. then you know he he leaves he of course he's a nice guy he does the session work for conspiracy but you know it's not exactly the same but still good and matt thompson comes in and it's like who the fuck is this guy you know what i mean who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> no, I, I and, and I'm used to Matt Thompson at this point. Like I don't give a shit anymore. King Diamond, you know, is writing his songs and singing. It's fantastic. But is that I mean? Is that kind of what it's like? It's like you got all the craziness, and I, then you get the new guy, and yes, he's just straightforward.
2: Yes. Is that what it is? Exactly. Okay. Well, that's For if if that helped you understand
1: how I'm feeling, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> so what you're saying is Matt Thompson plays drums on. <laughs> oh fuck
2: uh yeah okay but the other thing i do like is they're from italian is what they
1: are italian yeah that's it's well we're all italian at this table yeah so it's nice to uh listen to a sweet italian band
2: yeah yeah well yeah that's it i think so
0: okay um so trash is last (laughs) talk about the new if by trash
1: you mean shit that i like if it was literally shit, I would pile it into my <laughs> open you <earth. laughs> Your suck hole. I'd be like, oh, it's so delicious, Isan. <laughs> so delicious. You guys are a bunch of fucking fanboys. Vomit it up and eat it again. So, uh, yeah, the new Isan
0: album, Arctis. Um, mm-hmm. I, I Doesn't love he it. have a skier on the front? Yeah, like, I lo- What is yeah. that shit? I love the album cover. Yeah, it's just white album cover. He's in the snow and it's some... I you feel fuck like with it that stuff. Like ancient fuck with that snow, man. Ancient fucking cross-country skiing equipment on. Fuck yeah,
2: that's um, metal in itself.
0: And I thought about something interesting. So, Issan's first album with his solo project was *The Adversary*, and that was released ten years ago. Damn! And it, was, it was almost released. It was two days off of the day that he released uh, the adversary. Interesting.
2: I wonder if that's supposed to mean something. I
1: wonder if he, I haven't heard him mention anything about it. I wonder if he's really paying that, that close attention to it.
0: I don't imagine. So,
1: I mean, it was probably just,
0: you know, the timing or whatever. Plus it's a perfect time. It's like perfect time to release an album because then you can start the summer with a new material and touring and festivals and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, I'm not sure about you guys. I had no fucking idea that this album was coming out. No, neither did I. Like he released Mass Darkness, and then he released the second track, which I can't remember what it was, and then it was just like where the fuck is this co-
1: oh here's a new album. <laughs> I think he re- I think the next one was was I think he released Celestial Violence before the album broke. No, no,
0: it wasn't it wasn't that album. It that, wasn't that one? No, because it was definitely a track that I don't think we were the biggest fans of.
2: Uh, well, and, well, I know when he released Mass Darkness, I did enjoy it, but I said yeah. I can't, I can't base the album off of one track because yeah. that's
0: impossible. To and do. yeah, in the grand scheme of the album, like all those tracks make a lot more sense. No, they do when in context with the whole album. So I've always listened to records.
1: Um, yeah, that's one thing I learned from you, dude. Is like you, I, I don't even think they should release singles for these things anymore. No, and not prog bands, anyways. There's something about the whole experience that you need. I think. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah,
0: um, the musicians, of course, Isan does a lot of the album: keyboards, guitars, bass, vocals. Um, the uh the drums were from Tobias Ornes Anderson, which he's from The Shining. There's uh Jorgen Mon- uh, Monkeby, uh, who does the saxophone only on one track this time. Unless I missed something else. No, it's
1: just that one track. Yeah,
0: but very tasty. Uh, Einar Solberg from Leprous does vocals on two tracks. I think he does a fabulous job, and I will get to him in a little bit. Oh, we a Matt Heafy. Crush. Matt I, Heafy. I'll suck your dick, mate. <laughs> Matt Heafy from Trivian does vocals on Mass Darkness. Um,
2: He does, wow. Yeah,
1: I mean, they. Yeah. I think that, For for my money, they both did like phenomenal, outstanding, fantastic A plus jobs. Yeah,
0: I think so too. Um, And I, you know, it's weird. I looked at some reviews for this album, and a lot of people were using the term avant garde for this record. And It, it had moments of that. I mean, I like I get it, but I feel like it's the wrong term. I think experimental might be better. I feel like when you use avant garde, it's more of like you're going against conventional music, like standard composition, which I feel like everything, maybe everything that you listen to, you can draw back to that in some sense. Right. No, I
1: I think that's one of Isan's strengths is his ability to ground himself in theory in a new way. Yes. Uh, You know, uh, and so I think I agree with you in some way on that because he, yes, it's a different way of writing something. And sometimes he uses like, like pedestrian melodies or drones and things like that, but he is always grounded in some way in theory. Yes. Um. And so I think I would agree with you that it's probably more experimental and less avant-garde.
0: And I think he he digs into a little bit of what he did with his his wife in the band, uh, Peccatum.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of like it not direct correlation but maybe like a callback or something I'm not sure. I just I feel like the first Picadum record there's some elements to it in this. Mm. Just like the 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 maybe some techno e sort of vibes to it on some tracks, more electronic sounds um yeah, sort of like darker, dingier soundscapes. Well,
2: his la- his last record before this one, I I can't. It's I remember it was a Das something. Um, that one was that one reminded me of Prekattum.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a German name, right? The, yeah. Like the last one. Das something. Starts so with an S. Um, we we're, we're all uh, American and don't speak German. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a little difficult. I mean, I'll try to say. Go ahead, it. Martin. It's a Das Seela Brecken. I'm gonna say is how you pronounce that.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. But, I, yeah, go ahead.
2: But no, I was just saying. But that one felt more
0: like a complete sidestep
2: versus this one, where what we were saying is feels more experimental. Versus, his, yeah, I his feel his like previous,
0: every his previous album works. he does has a little bit of edge of experimentality to it. Yeah, I,
1: I don't think I've been able to predict anything since um um Angel. I don't think I've been pr- been able to predict the the direction that he's gonna go in right Uh, which is honestly for me is part of the allure yeah that's that's for me is it's like hey isan has got a new album out let's go ahead and like have a completely new fucking experience
0: yeah
2: right but to me though is like the first like the adversary, angel, and after they all kind of feel cohesive.
0: And he he's he said that before was that those were sort of a trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Like that, and then he I feel like he honestly couldn't wait until the album after aptly named maybe, maybe I don't know um so he could actually like kind of start more experimentation. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I sorry um going back to this album i i feel like there was a lot of like dichotomy in that there was a lot of like super dark dingy stuff with like lighter um uh like uplifting Mm -hmm. themes choruses uh stuff that's catchy a lot of hooks like i feel that this album isn't virtuosic like he didn't do any sort of super crazy over the top uh musician tricks or whatever. He just wrote really solid songs right. and they're just really good i i I list i every time I listen to it is I get caught on a new new chorus and then I'm surprised of what what parts I'm looking forward to in certain songs each new listen is a surprise and it keeps drawing me back. Um, and yeah, I, um, I think I will talk about some of my favorite tracks to this. Um, so, yeah, with songs like uh My Heart is of the North, like the part when he screams take me north again, I'm just like, "Yes. Like <laughs> I want to go to Norway, take me." <laughs> <laughs> um and if fucking organs start kicking in, and I'm like, "Dude, where did, w- when did the 70s come back?" Jeez. No, I,
2: I do remember that. Yeah, no, it's killer.
0: Like I definitely thought it was like like when did uh, like Pear from opath and Spiritual Beggars. Like, when did he come in the band? Jeez. <laughs> <I'm laughs> He's just love- stopping by. Um. Yeah, it, again, a lot of courses like South Winds and Into the Vaults and Until I Too Dissolve. And That's Depression, the one I
2: really I loved.
0: They're all fucking great. And I feel like the last four tracks of this song were uh, the Frail, Crooked... Red Line, which just... That's the song with all the sexy
1: sax in it. Yeah, it's so great. Oh, uh, yeah. I fucking loved it. Dude, when I heard the sax... Because I was thinking, like, oh, I get—I actually thought, oh, I guess he's not going to use sax on this album. <laughs> and then that song played, and I was like, oh, yeah, baby. It's yeah. sound.
0: And it was used in more of, I feel like, a traditional way, but I'm not sure yeah. if I'm saying that because I... Like, he's used it before, so I'm used to hearing it. Well, no. Him, I mean, know? I...
2: I was walking through San Francisco, and when that song came on, I just imagined a saxophone player like on the corner of the street going, blah, blah, you know, just wailing.
1: Yeah, hey, I man, that's, that's classic San Fran right there. Just the saxophone player. In, in the, the fog. In the, yeah, in the fog, in the distance. You don't even know where he is. Yeah. In fucking the, one, <laughs> he's a zombie. Fucking one, one in the morning, the guy's just drunk playing his sax yeah. somewhere. Fantastic. It's one of Sorry, Dino. You know, best No,
0: No worries. Uh, and I think... Uh, Celestial Violence, Einar Solberg, who does, uh, I think almost like half the vocal, he does all the clean vocals on that track, sells that track so fucking, he does such a good job. I,
2: I do remember listening to that track as well. And And,
0: yeah, I remember, I remember listening to Leprous a while ago and that's who the band he's in and thinking like, oh, you know, I'm not sure like, this is going to take me a while to get into And then I listen to this. I'm like, I have to fucking listen to Leprous (laughs) because like the way he he like does ornamentation on some of his vocal parts is just so beautiful. And I just like I look forward to it so hardcore and he does it on the first track, too. And even though it's like only two lines like that sells the entire track for me. I'm like, I want (laughs) to listen to this more and more.
1: Yeah, he's Um, amazing. Yeah. Sex
0: to the ears. And the last song, uh, Till Tor Uven," is, and I, it's a, it's one of those tracks I didn't think I was go- going to like it, especially when I was. It's eight. the longest one too, right? It's the longest one, and it's basically for a majority of it piano, and uh, it sounds like an older Norwegian guy, um, kind of just talking over it, right? And I, th- and it's in diary form, um, because he he. He talks about uh, I think May, December, August in it, and I did tra- I did put the the lyrics into Google Translate, but oh. I I can't tell it it was very poetic, what came out, but I'm not sure if it was what it was exactly. If it was accurate, yeah, yeah, um, like one one of the the months it was talking about, it sounded like cigarettes in an ashtray or something like that, like that's what it was referring to, and I'm like, I'm not really sure this is. <laughs> what it's supposed to be but i still you know, i still enjoyed it
2: what does that um, even mean yeah what was that what, what would that mean to you
0: <laughs> and yeah it's just like it's the longest track but i again just like i i enjoy listening to it even though there's no real singing it's just beautiful piano it's simple but it has this like dark brooding feeling. And yeah. Even, and I think the best part of it is you don't know what he's saying because you kind of like imagine what he's saying and it's even more poetic than probably what he's actually saying.
1: So I want to join in with you on this, but I can't because I actually I was like, why am I listening to this guy? I don't understand talk right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I was it, kind
2: of 50-50 on the matter.
1: Yeah, You're 50-50? Yeah. What are your thoughts?
2: Well, I mean, I, I, I do remember that track and I remember like making sure the right thing was playing and that the people around me weren't trying to talk to me because it was, I, it just sounded like I wasn't, somebody was just talking to me. Yeah. Cause I was yeah. on public transportation listening to Issan, Like I kept on taking my earbuds out cause I thought somebody was trying to talk to me. It was just, it was, it was my own fault. But anyway, um. I don't know if I really liked it,
1: but I didn't, I didn't hate it. I wouldn't say it's bad because I don't know what it is. That's the thing. I didn't understand it. Yeah. Because I don't speak Norwegian. Maybe uh, if, if I spoke Norwegian, I would, I would have a feeling about it. But for me, it was basically like, I don't, what I decided to do is, is, uh, is not include it in in terms of how I'm thinking about the album for my rating, because I I don't know what it says or what it's about.
0: And I think for me, it's, it doesn't matter. Cause I
1: feel like the, the piano piece
0: already painted the image and I'm just filling in it.
2: So what is the image? F- fill in the image for me. Yeah. What I, is I, it? It's, it's a it, feeling. Is it a dark it, room? What He's sitting it's, on the piano. It's, it's
0: definitely like sadness, a uh, little, yeah, a little bit dark. Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I always like that imagery more anyway. So okay. maybe that's what it was, you know, like a, just turning into winter, sort of like trees barren, you know, okay. smoke rising from a chimney, that sort of thing.
1: Is okay. that what the lyrics came out in? Uh, in I don't the think so. Thing? No. Um. So my my uh, go-to tracks on this album. First of all, I just want to echo everything you've said on the album. I don't. I don't necessarily know that I could add too much. I I love the implementation of some some sort of techno. Uh, style stuff into it which i don't think normally i would say um but the fact that it's on something about the way that he's using melodies and and sounds and sort of the sounds that, that he went to to implement some of some of that stuff um i don't know what it is about this guy that i can't that i can't get enough of I know. but uh um south winds i thought was was really fantastic i i like all the uh, all the songs like uh dissembled the opening track i thought was great mass darkness is is good um but i keep listening to south winds and i also keep coming back to celestial violence it's so strong it is it's a really really strong track
0: i'm i was addicted to that song for days yeah i
1: I mean, I don't know what to say that hasn't been said about it. It's, I think, it's fantastic. It's heavy. It's really good. Crooked Red Line. I love the sax on that. I was pleasantly surprised because I wasn't expecting to hear a saxophone at that point. Yeah. And uh, it just gave me all the all the feels that that I wanted. You know, um, I you know, in terms of of musicality, I don't really know if Isan for me can actually be challenged as a, as a composer uh, for right now uh, where he is in this game, it, it seems to me like he's just sort of, I don't really, I, I like the fact that I can't expect what's coming, you know? And, yeah. and I realize that he, he's definitely taken a more, I think um, approachable and traditional sort of stance with this album than he has say with his last album, which is, like the antithesis of that, but um, in a way that that sort of spirit is still here on this one. He still has some drone melodies, sort of, but he it seems like it's become a more mature sort of thought process. Like he'll come in with this sort of really long droney sort of riff, and then the next time it comes in, there'll be another guitar underneath doing something different, and all of a sudden, like it's opened up this whole other like identity for what the riff was
0: that's a great yeah word for it because i i keep on wanting to say like it's it's simple but it's not simple it's mature like he's been doing this for fucking years and it's
2: distinct enough where you know I mean, it's a song
1: you know and so yeah it is it's very distinct and the thing is is i i would actually I would I'm I would be willing to actually state that I don't think somebody could imitate Isan if they tried. I don't honestly think somebody could do it. I think you could probably make a song that sounds similar to an Isan song, but if you tried to write a whole new track, I don't honestly think you could you could make it pass. Yeah. Because the way that he writes is so specific and uh unique to him and his sensibilities that um I just don't think it's possible. Even even if some of his stuff doesn't sound a, a lot... I mean, some of it is extremely technical, but even if some of his stuff sounds very straightforward and not very technical, it has this feeling that is so... Like... Um, I don't want to overuse the word specific. It has this feeling that is... Intentional? It's intentional and, and it's unique. And um, it it's part of what keeps me coming back. And, I mean yeah it's every album he does is a work of art and i don't think this album is different and not only is this album a work of art but he somehow has built in catchiness into it and Mm -hmm. i don't really understand exactly how he's managed to do that but he has yeah and i think um another okay so another great track for me though while i'm on that in terms of his artistry is frail i think frail is a fantastic yes fantastic track um that was another one that I kept coming back to, in, in, in any case, um, you know I don't. It, I think I know how I'm coming across. I wouldn't call myself a, a, an Isan fanboy. Like if he released something that I think was actually bad, I I would call him on it. The problem is, is that that hasn't happened at this point.
2: Right. No, actually, I do remember when when Mass Darkness did come out, you actually said that you weren't that big of a fan of it.
1: I wasn't until I heard it in, yeah, in context. In context of the, album. of the album, right? Yeah, I actually. So that's a good. That's a that's a good point, man. I'm glad you brought that up. When when the single "Mass Darkness" came out, I actually didn't like it very much. I thought it was okay, but I was not impressed. Yeah. But in the context of this entire album, um, I think everything fits very well. Yeah. And uh, I think the album is uh, as a whole has a feeling and a spirit that I that I really enjoy and that I keep coming back to yeah yeah so that's that's me for now Matt, do you have anything else?
2: you know unfortunately i I only listened to it once and I had the uh two songs I know three uh stick in my head, really stick in my head it was um uh no I, I guess it's four now, because mass darkness already knew, but until until I two dissolve, I really enjoyed that. And I do remember Celestial Violence, Crooked Red Line because of the saxophone and the last track because of the talking. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I can really say anything because I need to listen to it further.
0: Okay. Fair
1: enough, man. fair
0: enough. Uh, so I think I'll say one of the biggest comp- compliments I can give to an album is that it inspires me to write. I listen to it. I'm like, holy shit. Like again, it's so but that, it's so mature and quote unquote simple. Right. That it's just like how the fuck do you do this? Like <laughs> I just like I want to tap into that. It's it's just amazing. So I think to, to rate this album six out of
1: six. Damn So I can't go that high. Um, because while I love this album, I think I don't think it's imperfect. And so I think, although we gave, God, it's hard not to give it a six when we gave, um, Gardens a six, I think I'm going to have to give it a 5.8. It's like just a, a hair under perfect. It's, it's so good, but I think for it to be completely perfect, like if I had heard mass darkness and thought it was fantastic, on its own before i got into the album i probably would have given it a six but knowing that you that you have to have the album on its own like in its entirety i feel like it takes a little just a smidge away from it just but, to know that it has to that it has to stand amongst itself you but know see
2: I mean? I mean i listened to mass darkness and i loved it but, well th- this again, is my rating you I, no, I know i know I, <laughs> I, I, I i'm not i'm not taking away from you but um <laughs> no I'll, I'll listen to the record and next time we 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 uh lay down some fucking shit on more records i will give my opinion of it
1: okay all right so i guess i'll come back with the november and you'll come back with yes yeah that's Sounds fair, fair. <laughs> that's a fair trade um that's Beats, well go ahead dude no no i mean because
2: i, I kind of feel left out yeah because i mean here here two people almost oh well, one said it was a six um the other one said it was really close i mean i no, it's, now I'm interested to listen up, to do it more.
1: Yeah, it's so almost. Buck yourself. It's almost perfect. It's it's According so close. You. It's so. Boy, yeah. well, you think no. it is? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I mean, it's so close. It's so close to what you. Is want. that
2: what happens when you look into a mirror?
1: You're like, I'm a six out of six. <laughs> Hey, uh this guy over here is getting fucking married. Uh, all year. What guys is that there. shit? He's getting he's tying a knot uh, in October, this guy. Fuck yeah. It's not yeah, metal man. enough
2: of a month. Deal I'm sorry. It should be November. Yeah, it should be
1: November.
0: <laughs> October tied?
1: Uh, I guess that works. Ah, uh, you win. <laughs> uh that's awesome though. I'm so I'm looking forward to your wedding, man. I really am. Um Me too? That's that's all I've got. I wish I could say the same. Oh damn! damn. Oh, he's
0: no, such a dick. Best man privi- privileges revoked. Revol- <laughs> damn, that
1: sucks. <laughs> you got your other guy right over here. What's up, man? <laughs> Next up.
2: <laughs> no, I, I I must honestly say that I'm very nervous about the best man
0: ordeal. You've got to no, give I a toast be- at some. Point. I know. People are gonna expect it from sucks, you. Sucks, bro. You'll be fine. You'll no. just fucking bag on me the entire time you've got a lot no. of time to write
1: it so no i've already started uh yeah i i think i probably would if i was you too man it you it's know a
2: once in a lifetime speech or it better be
1: it is <laughs> yeah but i'm sure you're gonna do a fantastic job yeah mm, we'll see yeah i, I believe in you man
2: <laughs> damn pay me i like might I might like, get a little better
1: i like have a videographer <laughs> so know, right? um so that's all i've got though what about you guys anything uh, anything you want to add no uh
0: you can uh contact us at metal reviews at gmail oh yeah
1: that we have that metal news reviews at gmail.com that's metal news reviews at gmail.com you can also find us at metallurgy uh, official at facebook.com or metallurgy cult kvlt on instagram And with that, I think that we are going to probably keep drinking and get some food. So, Fuck yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode. We have definitely enjoyed making it for you. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Until next time. Yes. Until the next time, we will meet again. Until the next time next.